Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a good hand. Clap of praise. Enter into his courts with thanksgiving and give him praise. Our hearts and hands are lifted high. Every voice to heaven raised. Oh, come and worship. Do not be afraid.
hallelujah. Somebody yeah. shout hallelujah. hallelujah. We've got a brand new song we want to do this morning. It's not brand new to everybody else, but it's brand new to us. So we want to just try it this morning. It's called A Raise a Hallelujah. You know, even when you're going through hard times, you can raise a hallelujah. Yes. When everything's not going right at home, you can raise a hallelujah. God is still God no matter what you're going through. God is right. still God no matter what the circumstances look like. <laughs> God is still God. So no matter what's happening in this earth, this world, we can raise a hallelujah. Yes. And that really upsets the devil and confuses the devil because he thinks he's got you down and here you are raising a hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's try this. In the presence of my enemies, I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah, my weapon is a melody. I raise a I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Oh, come on, somebody give the Lord a good hand clap.
Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Sing, I praise you. Oh, and I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, my Jesus. And I praise you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Oh, Lord. And I praise you, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, I praise you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. With no music, let's sing I exalt thee one more time. And I exalt thee. It sounds awesome. And I exalt thee. And I Praise God. Come on. Give him an ovation this morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody say amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Turn to somebody and give them a high five for Jesus before you sit down. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Brother Jeff, come on up here. Amen. We, we were in revival up two, two nights with Brother Hopper up in Crofton this week with uh, Brother Daniel Couch, and actually he's going to be with us for a Sunday in November. Hey, man, we've already got that scheduled, so that's going to be an exciting time. But I was able to take um, Jeff and April and Billy went with us one night, and Cody went with us one night, Donald went with us one night up there to the revival, and we had a great time. But on Thursday night, he asked, uh, actually Tuesday I, met, I, I spent the day with Brother Couch, and uh, after we had spent the day together, the Lord just told me to call him back and tell him about Jeff and April. And so when I did, he said, man, that goes along with my message I'm preaching tonight on testimony. And uh, I said, well, they're not going to be there tonight because Jeff has a jail ministry on Tuesday night. They just can't come tonight. So uh, uh, he said, well, if the revival holds past Wednesday night, then I want them to come on Thursday night. And he texted us on Wednesday night and said, it's holding over another night so it was meant for them to go and give their testimony they did a wonderful job giving their testimony but Jeff also rattled off something that really blessed the whole place man the place was coming unglued actually brother couch could have sit back down because he preached it I'm telling you so brother Jeff go for it man right, praise the Lord before I, I give this to you here uh, 
the Lord put on my heart this week that Jesus is enough, just plain and simple. It's just enough. We, we look for everything, and we want more, and we want more, and we want more. But Jesus is enough. And 1 Timothy 6, 6 says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. It means that when we're just living right for the Lord, it's great gain. So just be encouraged today. <clears throat> Talking about our king, well, my God is king. He rules supreme. He is the Lion of Judah, Jehovah Jireh, El Shaddai, Yeshua, Elohim. He has no beginning because he has always been, and his end will begin when never arrives. He is the Good Shepherd. He is the Spotless Lamb, the Heavenly Father, the Prince of Peace, the Alpha and the Omega, the Great I Am. He has stood the test of time, standing on nothing before time started counting. His countenance is righteous. His righteousness, my breastplate of armor. His rule and reign are sovereign. His saving grace is available. His love and mercy are receivable. His power and beauty are unbelievable. I need to know him better. He is the force of the universe that will never force us. He is the super in the natural. He is complete without contemplation. He's the trust and the hope of this nation. In him do I seek relation. His gifts are my inspiration. His everlasting glory will never be outlasted. His miracles are miraculous. Turned water into wine, gave sight to the blind, took death to the grave, then left it behind. The power of his name alone will unchain and unbind. He is an original masterpiece, all-powerful master of peace. He is one of a kind. I need to know him better. His limits are limitless. He is divinely dimensional. His procedures are unconventional. His deliverance is intentional. He is the might for the mighty. He is the light for enlightenment. He is the sight for excitement. He is the paradigm to prosperity. He is the guru of glory. No app can explain him. No realm can contain him. He is the moral parable to the lesson of life's story. I wonder, do you know him today? He is the first artist to ever draw a crowd. His blessings are abundant. His forgiveness is redundant a restorer, a redeemer, a physician, and a healer, a strong tower, and a victor in through whom I am triumphant. His ways, Yahweh's, are above ours. His words are uplifting. He is the omnipresent, everlasting gift for regifting. His sense of humor is an inspirational delight. He took this good for nothing and turned it into good for something. He'll take something good and make it better. His timing is perfection, salvation through resurrection. His love is an abundant flowing river beyond comprehension. He offers peace that passes all understanding. So while I stand under his peace, there is one thing I'm demanding. I need to know him better. Thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Could you remember all of that? Amen, because it's in his heart. He don't have a problem remember that. Amen, praise God. And it was a blessing, and the place was coming unglued at that church. Man, he was up there just rattling that off. It was awesome. Need to know him better. How many needs to know Jesus better today? Amen. Well, on Tuesday night, uh, we could go Tuesday night. We had our first prayer meeting to get ready for the revival. We only had seven. I think I told you that last Sunday. This last Tuesday night, we had 19. Amen. Showing up for prayer for Tuesday night. Somebody say amen. 
praying for this revival coming. Amen. But during the midst of that Tuesday night prayer, something just broke loose, man, and nobody wanted to leave. It was like, hey, we've already prayed an hour, and everybody just keeps going and keeps going, and who's going to stop the music? When's it going to stop? What's going to happen? And uh, uh, I got with Brother Caleb over there, and we had some church. Everybody say church. church. Say it like this, church. <laughs> we had church. Let me tell you something. Caleb, won't you come and tell them what you, kind of what you felt Tuesday night in here, what happened to you? Amen. See, look, this ain't right. You gonna have me come up here after that? I, I can't. I can't. I can't match that. You're uh, not supposed to match that. <laughs> you are you. Uh, Tell them your experience, man. What we had was amazing. I mean, it, the moment I walked in, I mean, of course, I come in late. I, I get off at five o'clock usually. I didn't get here till like 5.45 because I had to stay over at work. I walk in, and as soon as I walk through those front doors, I mean, it was like a cloud. You could cut through it with a knife. And I was like, okay, okay. So I sat down, and I started doing my regular praying, just kind of just praying, just praying, just praying. Um, decided to stand up, stood up, walked around a little bit, kind of just got my legs moving, everything like that. And out of nowhere, I'm standing right over here, right around where Jeff and, I, and, Keith and, and Brother Keith and them are all over there. And it just kind of hit me. And I just stuck my hands up. And when I did, I, I, felt the, I felt the voice of the Holy Spirit hit me for the first time ever. And that's something that you can't really explain. I mean, it was... And afterwards, me and me and me and Pastor Gary would just kind of stand there, and I just, you know, I, I looked at him. I was like, you know, I struggle a whole lot with. I started out as a Southern Baptist boy, sitting down in church, not standing up, and I put my hands up, just sit down, get done, go out, go eat. <laughs> now I'm in something totally different, but. I str I've always struggled with, you know, God, what am I supposed to do? What are you doing with me? Where am I going? And it's, it, it's always been really, really hard for me to really realize where I'm going. But that night, I kind of realized I ain't got to know where I'm going. All I got to do is put my hands up and let him guide me where I'm going. This old Southern, Southern Baptist boy received the Holy Ghost, man, in a big way. <laughs> and the prayer language that comes with it, amen. Speaking in tongues, man. So it was God speaking through him, but, but he didn't have a clue what he was saying. I got no idea what I was saying. I don't know. I don't know what I was saying. And it was good. It was good. It was good. It was, it was a whole lot of good. Raven, what are you going to do with him? Y'all getting married in October? You got, a, you, got a, you got a fireball in your hands right here. She says, it's going, to hit, it's going to be better and better and better. Amen. Praise God. Proud of this guy. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a good hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So Tuesday night at 5.30, come out and pray with us. Get ready for this revival next Sunday morning. Listen, we had people that came up to us downtown. They were coming. That are, that are, I got texts yesterday from people that uh, have been diagnosed with cancer. They're going to be here next Sunday morning. They're coming and expecting a miracle. Somebody say amen. amen. How many knows that a miracle can take place this morning, just like next Sunday or last Sunday? Miracle, we, we, can, we, we touch Jesus. Come on. There's some people, though, that, that God is gifted with a special anointing of healing and, and miracles. And uh, Brother Cole was one of those people. It doesn't mean that he's God coming in here. Because I believe that revival is here before he gets here. Amen. The revival spirit we're feeling right here this morning is that he's going to be able to walk in and minister without having to work it up. Yes, that's right. Amen. That's right. Somebody say amen. amen. So we want to keep praying for that Tuesday night. It's going to be an awesome service next week. And if it goes past Sunday, whatever, we're willing to do whatever. I already called the hotel, and, and they are ready to extend his stay. So uh, we will do whatever God says do. Somebody say amen. amen. So if you know somebody that needs a miracle, get them here next Sunday. Post it on Facebook. It's, been, it's kind of being floating around out there, so post it on Facebook. Uh, we have bookmarks right here you can hand out, so make sure you get some of these after church if you want some. Uh, but post it on Facebook. Come for this great uh, revival services next Sunday morning and Sunday night. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. So we ask ushers to come right now and receive our morning tithes and offerings. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to be missing Ricky and Sister Lydia. They're fixing to leave at the end of the next week for a couple of weeks. They're, they are flying out west. Is that right? And starting out west, renting a car and driving back. So it's going to be about a two-week vacation for them, and he deserves that, and we're going to miss them greatly. But we want to pray over them before uh, we do take the offering this morning. So, Father, we just thank you for R Brother Ricky and Sister Lydia, Lord. God, we ask you, God, that you would just bless them on this uh, uh, long overdue vacation, Father, that they will have a wonderful time, Father, just enjoying themselves, taking their time, and God, and just enjoying the beauty that you have created here on earth for us, Father. So we thank you, God, for their, their servanthood, God, and what they mean for this church. Just protect them, give them traveling mercies, and God, just let them have a great time in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Praise God. Before Brother Ricky uh, prays over the offer, let me just remind you. How many feel, it feels pretty good in here, doesn't it? Air conditioner's kicking pretty good this morning. Feels feels okay, don't it? Yes, yes. That doesn't come cheap. <laughs> this hot weather, our electric bills skyrocket. So we need you to be faithful here in the middle of summer with your tithing, with your giving. Please do not back off. Amen? I said, please do not back off. Last summer we went through a time period where everybody kind of backed off their tithes and we got in trouble, didn't we? We had that meeting in December and everybody's been doing wonderful since. And we're noticing just a little decline as we get into summer and vacations and things going on. We need you to, to kick it in and do what you're supposed to do. If you do what you're supposed to do, we're in good shape. Amen? Amen. So let's keep keep that in mind. Be faithful in your tithing and giving, or you'll come in here with we, and what we call those funeral fans. There won't be. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be any uh, air conditioning. We'll be in here fanning each other. Amen. Y'all remember funeral fans? Anybody remember funeral fans? We called them that growing up. 
Somebody said, where did that come from? Well, the funeral home was on the fan. That's why we call funeral fans. <laughs> Advertise. We use them in church a lot. Amen. Brother Rick. Yes. Why don't you stand where you're at and let's just lead, let's pray right now. Go ahead, lead us in that prayer. in this house already, dear Lord. We just ask you have your way with us, dear Lord, the way that you want us to be done, dear Lord. Dear Lord, we just ask you for someone in this congregation today that don't know you as their Savior, let the day be that glorious day they call upon your name, dear Lord. We just ask you to touch our leaders of this great nation, dear Lord, and we just ask you to have them do your will, dear Lord, and we thank you again for just being able to call upon your name at any time and you hear our words, dear Lord. Dear Lord, we just ask you to touch it, take this offering and multiply it for your purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. Forgive us again if we fail you and fall so short of your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Donna, would you come out and greet this congregation this morning? Look at that look. She just—I love those looks she gives me. It's like, and you guys know what that means when I get home, right? Yeah. we come before you and we bring baby Lazarus before you God we speak God life to him we speak healing to his body that his body would line up to the word of God and divine health God that whatever's going on that you would heal and make it perfection God that you would heal his body from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet God and that he would walk forth God victorious God that he would walk forth anointed and his and the anointing of God would just rest upon him God as this young baby and he would grow God and as he grew, grows physically in stature God that he would grow spiritually God and that he would be a mighty man of God that would just tear down strongholds of the enemy, God, that he would walk forth, God, and just grow and just be that man of God that you've called him to be. And we thank you for healing. We thank you in advance, God, and we thank you, God, that you are a God that heals all manner of sickness and disease. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. God is awesome. He is great. He's a mighty God. He's faithful. And he loves us in spite of all of our imperfections and our weaknesses he loves us and he wants uh, the best for us just as we want the best for our children we want to give our children everything we can God wants that for us and his riches are unlimited he's I mean we put boundaries on him but he's his limitless God he wants the best for all for all of us he wants to give us his best thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and that's what he wants he wants heaven on earth for us and he wants us to walk in that abundant life and I thank you for that Hallelujah. Well, we had a wonderful time Wednesday night. Uh, Brother Caleb did a great job bringing the message in our class about Barabbas. 
And I got tickled at Brother Steve afterwards. He said, y'all are teaching me so much. I told him this morning, I said, well, if you learned about Barabbas on Wednesday night, you're getting ready to learn about Zacchaeus this morning. Everybody say Zacchaeus. Amen. I preached part of this from uh, today, April and Jeff and them on the way back. I just said, uh, man, this is on my heart. And I don't know what, where I'm going to go with it, but uh, let's just see where it goes. But I just feel like talking about Zacchaeus a little bit this morning. Somebody say amen. Praise God. Brother Rodney, where you're at back there, would you just bless the message? Pray over it. Everybody says amen. If you would stand this morning for the first part of this. We've got several scriptures, but we can read a little bit this morning together. Amen. Praise God. It's good to see mom here on a cane and not a walker this morning. Somebody say amen. She said, I believe I can drive this morning. She hadn't drove in three months, so I called the state police, and I had the road cleared for her all the way. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> she made it just fine. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Luke 19, verse 1. Luke 19 and verse 1. We'll start there. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Keep going, brother. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. He sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of statue. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house for so for so much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Somebody say amen. You can be seated. Praise God. So Zacchaeus was a tax collector of the city of Jericho. He was a Jew, but was hired by the Roman government to collect taxes. So he was not liked at all by those in Jericho. First of all, they considered him a traitor because he was working for the Roman Empire. He was working for the, the ones that placed such a, a hardship on the Jews. But he was a, a tax collector. Everybody say tax collector. How many knows that we don't like tax collectors even to this day? If you can say it, sit there and say, I love my tax collector, you are lying and you need to go to the altar. I know they have a job to do, but I certainly don't want to have to pay those taxes. Amen? And they didn't. They didn't like it. 
Zacchaeus was one of their own, but he was working for the Roman government. He heard Jesus was passing through the city, and it says he was short in stature. He was a little guy. Everybody say little. He climbed up in a sycamore tree to see Jesus. When Jesus arrived, he noticed Zacchaeus and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. This made Zacchaeus very joyful, but the crowd grumbled and complained to Jesus that he was going to be the guest of a man who was a sinner. But you see, back in that day, tax collectors, especially when they worked for the Romans, which he did, they uh, collected from everybody, but they also had the right to collect more than what they were supposed to and put in their pocket. So Zacchaeus was not only uh, a tax collector and considered a traitor to the Jews, he was stealing from the Jews and putting more money in his pocket, and that's how he became a rich man. And they knew this. It was open. The Roman Empire gave him the right to do that, even though it was wrong. So they knew that, and they called him a sinner. And they said, what is the deal? Here is Jesus, that one that coming into our town that we wanted to be with, we wanted to hang out with, we wanted to get close to, and he looks up and sees this sinner up in a tree and says, hey, today I'm coming to your house. I'm going to hang out with you today. The one man in Jericho that everybody hated. Somebody say Amen. The story of Zacchaeus is much more than a cute little song we sing as children growing up. Y'all remember that song? Somebody sing it to me. Amen. It's the altar call song today. So y'all come on now. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but it's more than just a cute song. Zacchaeus is someone we can relate to. Luke shows us much more about tax collectors. Luke 18 and 11. Luke 18 and 11. Amen. The Pharisee stood up and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. The publican was a tax collector. So they were referring to tax collectors even then in Luke. He was thanking God that he wasn't like a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and said that. Tax collectors were not like then or now. Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector. He was the boss. He was the main guy in Jericho. He was considered a traitor, I already said, to his nation. Matthew 18 and 17 says even more. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and what? A tax collector, a publican. Even Jesus acknowledges the hatred people had for tax collectors. Excessive Roman taxes were forced upon the Jews. No laws were there in place to protect the working people. People were forced to pay large, cruel amounts to a cruel government. Tax collectors openly would keep some of the money, I already told you, and that's how Zacchaeus became rich. Zacchaeus just was doing something that many of us have done all of our life, 
He was looking after himself. He was patting his pocket. I'm not saying you do that, but we do look after ourselves before anything else sometimes. Somebody say amen. He was looking after himself. So we are guilty of doing some of the things, maybe not with money, but doing some of the things Zacchaeus was doing. Getting what we want when we want it. Looking out for ourselves. Hope no one is sitting in here, but there are people that you know that will step on anybody to get anywhere. Somebody say amen. So just looking out for themselves. So Zacchaeus saw a crowd. He heard it was Jesus. He climbed up in a tree to get a better view. How shocked the people had to be when Jesus stopped and acknowledged him and said, come out of that tree. After all, Jesus had come to save them, they thought, from people like Zacchaeus. They were counting on Jesus to deliver them. Somebody say amen. And here he is saying, I'm coming to eat with you today. I'm coming to hang out with you today. I must stay at your house. He didn't come to stay with the local pastor. He didn't stay with the mayor. He didn't stay with any dignitaries, anybody important. But he stays with the one person that everybody hated, the sinner Zacchaeus. Doesn't that sound like Jesus? He had a plan all along to stay with somebody nobody likes. But I love this part. But even a tax collector can be saved. Luke 3, 12 and 13, John the Baptist was teaching. He said, Then came also the tax collectors or the publicans to be baptized. And they said unto him, Master, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Take or exact no more than that which is appointed to you. In other words, you do your job, you collect the taxes, but don't take any extra. Verse, that was it. Okay, so he was... John the Baptist was teaching that tax collectors could even be saved. All they had to do was do what was right. Somebody say amen. We find the word Zacchaeus means something. His name meant pure and innocent. Isn't that something? Here was a sinner that was stealing from the Jews, and his name means pure and innocent. Zacchaeus didn't live up to his name. Everybody knew he was a crook. But Zacchaeus had a change of heart in Luke 19 and 8. Let's read that. Luke 19 and 8 says, And Zacchaeus stood and, and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore. Zacchaeus had a change of heart. Somebody say he had a change of heart. Amen. Romans 8 and 1. Let's go to the... And I love this because we are all like Zacchaeus. We've all done things wrong. But we can have a change of heart. Somebody said we can have a change of heart. You say, well, people won't let it die. They won't let it die. They just keep bringing it up. What's Romans 8 and 1 say? Now There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation is upon you. I don't care what you've done in your past. Don't let people put condemnation on you. Amen. But here's the second part of that, that you've got to do your part. You walk not after the flesh, after you've had that change of heart, but after the Spirit of God. You've got to change your ways. Change of heart, change of ways. Somebody say amen. Zacchaeus couldn't just change his heart. He had to do some things. And it may require you doing some things when you have a heart change. Whenever You may have to go to apologize to somebody. Somebody say, oh, me. You may have to do some things. 
You may not have to do what Zacchaeus did, but you may have to go and straighten out some stuff. Maybe you got all to get your brother. You may have to go straighten that out in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. But Jesus said, I'm coming to your house today. It surprised Zacchaeus and it certainly surprised the crowd. Let me ask you this. If Jesus said he was coming to your house today, how would you feel? How many people would run home real quick and say, give me five minutes. I got to clean up some stuff. I got to move, move some stuff around. I got to get rid of some videos. You can't see. I got, I got some magazines laying around I need to get rid of. Hey, I, wait, Jesus, don't come in just yet. Let me get in the refrigerator and clear those beers out. Oh, come on. I got to straighten up. I got to get rid of some stuff before Jesus gets here. Zacchaeus didn't have any time to get rid of anything. He said, come on down out of that tree. I'm coming to your house. Jesus is saying to some people here this morning, I'm coming to your house whether you want it or not or whether you're ready for me or not. I'm coming to your house, so you better get your house in order. Somebody say amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Videos, games, turn the TV. We leave a TV playing in every room, I think, all the time, seems like. What channel is it playing on? I could have it on, on something like Madlock or something like that, man. Donna come through and put it on TV in every time. Amen. What are you watching on TV? What's playing on your TV? What was the last thing on your computer? Somebody say, oh, my goodness. Somebody say amen. Amen. What music is laying around that you're listening to? What books or magazines? Jesus wants to come to your house, but he wants to come to your house just like you are. He was saying, Zacchaeus, I don't need you to go home and change anything. I'm coming to your house just like you are. We don't have to be perfect. We just got to be welcoming to the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. His presence alone and his love for us will cause us and lead us to do things and, 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 and things that we have been doing wrong and will cause us to admit that we're doing those wrong and change those things. Somebody say amen. Zacchaeus must have, and it don't record this in the scriptures, but Zacchaeus must have had a fuller, more happier, peaceful life after coming in contact and the encountering Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. So Zacchaeus, look at him differently this morning. Like he's one of us. We have all been there. Here's the good news. We don't have to climb up in a tree to see Jesus. Somebody say amen. Now let's look at another man real quick. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. They came to Jericho. This was just a little bit of time. They were in Jericho, but it was just a little time before uh, he went to see Zacchaeus. They were in Jericho, and Luke records this. Luke, uh, Mark doesn't record uh, anything about Zacchaeus, but Luke records both of them. There was blind Bartimaeus, and then right after that he saw uh, Zacchaeus. They came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. They came to Jericho. Go ahead, verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. Somebody say this would be, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more great deal. Everybody say with me, Son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 49, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort and rise, he calleth thee. 
And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Amen. And, and Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Somebody say amen. amen. So here we got two encounters going on. Zacchaeus, the town didn't like him. They were embarrassed whenever Jesus called for him to come out of the tree. They did not like him. They didn't understand why the, Jesus would be calling him. And then we got blind Bartimaeus that wouldn't take no for an answer when the townspeople said, hey, don't make a scene. Don't embarrass us. Here comes Jesus. We don't want you talking. We don't want you saying anything. But that wasn't good enough for blind Bartimaeus because he knew his miracle was coming down the street and he knew he had to get Jesus' attention just as Zacchaeus climbed up in the tree. Blind Bartimaeus was sitting on the sidelines and he said, Jesus, have mercy on me. He wasn't afraid to call out even though the townspeople were saying, don't, no, 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 no. You're going to embarrass us. But what did Jesus do? He stopped with Zacchaeus and said, come down out of that tree. He stopped with blind Bartimaeus and he said, come here. And the townspeople all of a sudden changed their tune. Oh, wait a minute. Jesus, oh, Jesus. Blind Bartimaeus is my friend. Come on, come on, Bartimaeus. Jesus is calling for you. Come on, come on up. Come on up. Get up, get up, rise. Two different people. Two people that, that the town didn't like and was an embarrassment to the town. They didn't want to bother Jesus with either, either one of these people. But Jesus says he sought, he went in seeking who he could save. He went to see who he could help. He went to see, he didn't care about those Pharisees. He didn't care about those re religious people that were standing up acting all holy. He cared about the ones that were hurting. Zacchaeus needed to repent, and so Zacchaeus did repent. Zacchaeus started, had a change of heart and said he, he gave away and, and made things right. Change came over Zacchaeus. Blind Bartimaeus received his sight, but he received much more than just his sight. He said he got healed. He followed Jesus in the way. Everybody say in the way. I'm in the way, man. I'm in Jesus' way. Somebody, I'm in Jesus' way. You may say, well, I'm in the way. We well, need to get out of the way and get in Jesus' way. Somebody say amen. Anybody know anybody that's in the way? In Jesus' way, I mean. In Jesus' way. Amen. Two people. Here's a good thing. He called Zacchaeus out of the tree. Zacchaeus had to come down. He called blind Bartimaeus up. You know what that means? They, they came to the even playing field. They came to an even playing field. Amen. There's no one greater. There's no one smaller. There's no one bad or, or worse than anybody else. Hey, we're on an even playing field when it comes to the cross. All of us, no matter what you've done, no matter what's going on in your life, you come to the cross and you're just like Zacchaeus or you're just like blind Bartimaeus. You can have what you want in Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Both were saved. Both were saved. Amen. They're changed. Their hearts changed. Matthew 7, 7 through 12. Get that ready for me, brother. Hallelujah. Jesus paid it all for us. Rich, poor, white, black, red, yellow, or brown. And all these stories we must learn. These two men had an urgency to get to Jesus. 
these two men had an urgency to see Jesus, to experience Jesus, to encounter Jesus. Somebody say, we need an urgency. How urgent are you? Let me ask you this morning, are you saved? Are you sick? Have you backslidden? Are you a liar? Are you a cheat? Are you a backbiter? Are you a deceiver? Are you a sinner? How urgent are you to see Jesus? My scripture tells me in Matthew 7, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. You know what the New Living Translation says? It's at the top of your bulletin this morning. Keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Don't stop. Everybody say keep on. You don't care. It may not look good for you right now. Things may not be where you think they should be. Don't you stop. You keep knocking, you keep asking, you keep seeking. Somebody say amen. Praise God. How urgent are you to see Jesus this morning? How urgent are you? Praise God. If I can get Candace to come to the piano, Donna, you might have to go get, get her out of the nursery just for a second. Amen. Turn to somebody and say, how urgent are you? Jesus' name. How many will think about Zacchaeus a little different this morning after hearing what all about him? Amen. All we heard was that wee little man in the tree song. We never knew about all this other junk going on with him. But when I started reading and, and really studying him, there was a lot of stuff happening with Zacchaeus. There's a lot of stuff happening with you. Amen. I don't know everything about you, but God does. Amen. Would God stop? Would Jesus stop and say, hey, come on out of that tree? Would he stop and, lift and say, come on, come up to me? Amen. Let's stand to our feet this morning. Father, we just praise you. We love you, Jesus. I'm going to ask Keith to come up right now if he would. I want you, Keith, I want you just to lead us in a prayer here at this altar service. Father, we thank you for today, Lord. And right now, Lord, I ask if anybody's hurting here today, Lord, that you heal that hurt. Yes, Lord. If anybody's sick, Lord, that you heal that sick. If anybody's lost, Lord, that you call them to you, Lord. Let them know that there is a way to heaven, and that's Calvary. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And we know that you meet all needs. So, Father, if there's anybody in here today, Lord, that needs you, as a Savior, or has any other need, please let them come up here today, Lord, for any need, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Heather, would you pray? Father God, we just thank you for your love and the compassion that you have on us and the grace, Lord, that and mercy that is new every single day, Father. I thank you for the lives you're touching in this room right now, Father your spirit and presence that we have felt so far in this day and so lord i pray for the ones that hurting 
for those, Lord, who are lost or even confused about if they know you or not. For those, Lord, who may need just a closer walk with you, Father, I pray that you will speak to them now, Lord, that you will give them boldness to step out and come to you today, Lord, because today can be the start of a new day. Today can be something new for, for them, Lord, a whole new life, a brand new life. Father, all things in the past are gone and forgotten because of your blood that covers our sins, Father, a multitude of sins. So, Father, I pray that you will just speak to the heart of those who is in need right now, God, for those who feel afraid, for those who feel lost, for those who are sick, who are hurting. Father, because you heal all things. You heal hurt. You heal our physical needs, our mind. You restore marriages. You restore yeah. brokenness. Yes. You calm those with anxiety. You give us confidence, Father, when yeah. we feel like we're nothing. You are Alpha. You are Omega, yeah. God. Yes. You are everything, sure. God. And I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Every head still bowed and every eye closed. If you're here today, you need prayer. You need us to pray for you. Pastor Gary, I'm not where I need to be with God. I need, to, I need to be closer to Him. I'm desperate for Him. I need something to happen in my life. I need to have Jesus acknowledge me like He acknowledged blind Bartimaeus or Zacchaeus. I, I need Him to see me. I want you to know that Jesus is seeing you. He's seeking you out right now. If you're here today and you need prayer, just raise your hand and say, Pastor, I need it. I need prayer. Yes. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees those hands. Come on, God's touching some hearts right now. There's some change of hearts taking place. There's some change of hearts taking place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you raised your hand, I would love for you to come and let us pray with you. I'm standing here waiting for you. Would you just come out? Amen.
Oh 